Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 165. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today I'm so excited to introduce a very special guest, Michael Dorvier. Michael, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, you bet I am. Bring it on. (laughs) Okay, great to have you here. Michael Dorvier is the chairman of the La Jolla Concorde d'Elegance. This is a fantastic event that takes place overlooking the Pacific Ocean above the La Jolla Cove just north of San Diego. The event is one of the La Jolla Historical Society's major fundraising events. A registered principal and financial advisor with Symbio Financial Partners and LPL Financial, Michael is a passionate antique car collector who's committed to the ongoing success of the La Jolla Concours de Elegance. So, Michael, I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share some more about your history, your career, your interests, and, of course, your passion for automobiles? I sure will. I mean, I was, I was uh, born and raised in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and moved to New Hampshire with my family in 1979. Graduated from the University of New Hampshire in, in 89 and jumped in my car, my Jeep, and uh, drove to Southern California. I've been wow. living here in San Diego ever since. And uh, my first job and only job and career I've ever had has been as a financial advisor. Uh, I am, as you mentioned earlier, uh, the name of my firm is Symbio Financial Partners, and um, I am an advisor with a broker-dealer of LPL Financial. Wonderful. Two children, Madeline, who's a sophomore at Berkeley, and my son, Blake, who is a senior in high school. We'll be going off to college next year. My son's name is Blake as well, so we share something oh, there. Oh, is it? Great. Yeah, absolutely. Good name. Yes, it's a nice, strong name. Well, how did you get involved with cars? And well, my uh, my brother in high school is is an artist with his hands. My family was in the printing business. He worked for my dad and was his chief press guy uh, in the printing industry. But my brother started buying old Dodge darts and restoring them in the garage behind our home in New Hampshire. That's how I really got interested is by walking out there and checking out what Andy was working on. Cool. And he, he, and he did this all himself from paint to rebuilding motors, and he was a kid in high school. 
Mm-hmm. And it was just something he was passionate about. So I'm the guy that always liked to wait till the cars were finished and ready to go. And then I was the guy that wanted to use them and break them in for him. I just didn't want to have any work on them. <laughs> well, how did you get involved with the Concours event? Well, I was uh, here in San Diego. I live live in La Jolla. My kids go to school in La Jolla. My business is here in La Jolla. I was on several committees and, and boards, charitable, you know, doing doing my part to give back to the community. Uh, after 2008, when our industry, you know, got hit so hard and, and things were pretty tough for all of us, I scaled back quite a bit with my my committees, and the opportunity came up to jump on board with the La Jolla Concours. Uh, at the time, it was referred to as the La Jolla Motor Car Classic, mm-hmm. basically a very high-end car show in a Concours venue. And I was asked to come on board and help them grow that car show, and, and I, I accepted I accepted the offer. Well, fantastic. Well, I've not had the pleasure of getting down to that event, and although I grew up in La Jolla, and familiar with the area, I'm going to make every effort to get down there this year. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as we move through some questions I have for you. But I always like to start our journey here at Cars yeah with a success quote. And this is something that's been instrumental in perhaps forming your life and your success. And it's a really great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars yeah. So, Michael, take the wheel. Well, a quote that's important to me because I I, I lost a very good friend um, a couple years back who was a car collector, and he and I shared a lot of cars together. But a quote that I used uh, during his eulogy was, there'll be two dates on your tombstone. All your friends will read them, but all that's going to matter is a little dash between them. And I think that's really important because I try to live my life based on that little dash. It doesn't really matter when we were born or when we die necessarily. It's what we do in between. And that's the dash. So for me, it's really important to to really focus on that. Well, sure. And having a friend who is a passionate person about cars adds to that dash as well. And I'm sure you two shared a lot of times together, either in the garage or maybe on the road traveling. Or Can you yep. share maybe a story with your that you had with your friend or an adventure perhaps with cars? There were so many, but uh, just that, you know, he was always the life of the party in the Concours a couple years back, three years back. Just on the tour, we stopped at Coronado Air Base, one of our stops on the on the tour on Saturday, the, the day before the Concours. Uh, helicopter squadron hosted us, so we had the Admiral and all the chief folks as well as the entire squadron there. We basically brought 75 to 80 cars to them, parked them amongst all of the helicopters and fighter jets. We had the Ferrari Maserati challenge race team of the ferrari challenge race team out there mm-hmm. uh as well so while the military folks were showing off all of their equipment we were doing the same and then we had the ferrari race cars there on display and it was just a great experience because we were all kind of everybody was happy and excited and as we left to go to lunch as we left that venue the day was over sam at the time my friend had a 1960 ferrari Nice. And he was he was noticing a lot of the military guys kind of eyeing it. And I'd asked him to stay back with me. We were going to be the two last ones to leave to make sure everybody got off the base okay. And uh, Sam just turned around and threw the keys to one of the enlisted guys and said, go for it. And he pointed <laughs> at the runway. <laughs> so Sam was that and kind of guy. That's great. Sam was that kind of guy. It took us about 45 minutes to get out of there because everybody had to take the car for a spin down the runway at, at maximum speed. So we, we made their year. It was an amazing experience. And that's the kind of guy that he was. Oh, fantastic. Well, thanks for sharing that really personal story. 
You know, it's a great venue. I used to race vintage cars, and of course, as you know, there's a great vintage race that happens on that base every year. And, yeah, you uh, bet. Yeah, it's great fun. So fantastic. Would you share a story with me that instigated your passion for cars? Tell me about that pivotal moment in your life when you really knew you were a car guy. I, I would have to go back again to, to my brother. I, I just really admired the, the finished product, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I respected what went in to get the car you know, completely restored. I, I really respect what goes in and the talent and the skill set that goes into doing that. A good friend of mine, Alan Taylor, here in San Diego, member of our committee, very well-known car restorer. Uh, you know, when I see his work and I go to his shop and I visit his shop and see what he does, it, it's just, it's amazing. It, it's a craft. Um, so I have to go back and say that it was it was back in the days when, when my brother was was restoring cars. People always ask me, what's your, what's your favorite type of car that you collect? Or they'll ask me, you know, did you restore this yourself? And uh, I don't really have a favorite type of car to collect. I just look for cars that are unique, that are rare, and, and that are just in perfect condition in every respect. So I really respect the, the car that's done well. It doesn't matter what, what market it is or what brand it is. Well, that makes sense coming from the chairman of the La Jolla Concorde Elegance. That's wonderful. <laughs> So, Michael, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood here and ask you to share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you've faced, whether in your life or in your career. But the most important part of this question is, how did you overcome it and what did you learn from that? If I go back and I relate it to the Concord, the biggest challenge that I faced with the Concord was that we're in a small village in La Jolla, California. Uh, this was a car show that takes place on a, on a public park. And, you know, when I accepted the position of, of chairman, I, I did it with the understanding that I would have two, two points. One, that I would have the final say in all the decision-making, number one. And number two, that uh, we were going to convert this great little car show into a proper concours and that we were going to do it in a matter of three to four years. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is our 11th year, but it's really our fourth year as the concours, as the La Jolla concours. I can't imagine all the challenges that arise with trying to put this event together, but is there one in particular that, that you overcame? Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, the first thing I did is I started reaching out to some of the old-time car guys, collectors here in Southern California, and I have a, a good friend by the name of Mark Leonard. Oh, Grand Prix Classics. Grand Prix Classics. Uh, I, I know Mr. Mark, Leonard. yes. Mm-hmm. And Mark and I have a great relationship, and when I went to see him for the first time and didn't really know him that well, other than a guy that just came in to kick tires and never bought anything from him in the past, uh, I explained to him who I was and what I was doing, and I asked him uh, for his candid opinion on what I needed to do to really make this a great concourse. And uh, if you know Mark, you know that candid opinions are something that he loves to give out. And <laughs> yes. He does it in a great way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. He told me point blank, you're not going to have a good concord unless you have good judging, which obviously we all know that. So that was my biggest challenge. And being relatively new to or being new to the concord world, at least running, and I've attended them, but I've never really been involved with running a concord, he told me I had to get, I had to get good judging. So within two weeks' time, came back to him and I said, Mark, I, I, I think I've accomplished that, at least a step in the right direction. He goes, well, what did you get? And I said, well, I've, Mr. Ed Gilbertson, I think you know Ed, mm-hmm. uh, long-term, I think 30, 32-year chief judge at Pebble Beach, yes. has agreed to come down to good old La Jolla next year and be my 
chief honorary judge. Oh, great. And he goes, his response was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, I, I just, it was a lot harder, a lot more went into it than as I just described it. But getting Ed on board with our Concord and really getting us focused in the right direction with building a proper judging team. We have roughly 100 to 110 judges between, you know, with, with the combined shows we do. Sure. It was a huge coup for us to, to get that done. Our chief judge, Cy Conrad, mm-hmm. has done a great job as our chief judge. Having Ed just brought more talent into the picture. Oh, yeah, the experience. So, Invaluable. Yeah, and, and that's grown on, on itself every year, and Ed is now coming back for his fourth year as our chief honorary judge. Fantastic. Well, so much of success is who we surround ourselves with, and especially in events yeah. like that. So fantastic. Yeah. Michael, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story. When you had a real aha moment, and perhaps it's with the La, the La Jolla Concord would be great, a time when you realized that, you know what, I think we're really going to make it. This is going to get to where I want it to be. And tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success. I think the you know, in, in many communities around the country, you have a lot of committees, you have parks, you have street, you know, transportation, traffic. We're holding our event on a public venue. And and there were there were there was very mixed feelings about the La Jolla Motor Car Classic, which was the name of the event prior to us converting it to a concourse. We were closing down a public park, charging people admission. The merchants, if you if you know you've been to La Jolla before, you know that that park is a five acre park along the coastline, mm-hmm. and about two hundred yards up the hill, mm-hmm. keyword up, is the village and Prospect, and that's where the merchants and restaurants and bars and, and art galleries are. Uh, folks are parking, walking down to the park, and never going back up to the hill. So mm-hmm. from the standpoint of a merchant, not only were we taking over the park, closing the park for tourism, but the people who were coming to the car show were down there on the park all day. Mm-hmm. So we needed to figure out how to, and my commitment was that we were going to take care of this community, be it the merchants, the, the venue itself, the people that live here. So what we did after converting to a concourse is I actually brought back the La Jolla Con- the La Jolla Motor Car Classic. I'm sorry, I actually brought that back. So instead of having a car corral, which you're familiar with, we now have on the streets of La Jolla, starting at the park and winding all the way up the hill into the village, the La Jolla Motor Car Classic, which is in essence a free car show with 100 to 125 cars, huh. which is free to the public. So we have now the, you know, this is our 11th year. It's the La Jolla Concord d'Elegance and the La Jolla Motor Car Classic at the Concours. So we basically have two events going on. One is free to the public, and it joins Prospect, or links, if you will, Prospect Street, where all the galleries and restaurants are, with the park down at the bottom of the hill. So those streets are all closed. So now the entrance to our event is up at the top of the hill on Prospect in front of La Valencia Hotel and the Grand Colonial Hotel. Oh, wow. Brilliant idea. Two great sponsors of ours. Yeah, so it, it, it was able for us to give back to the community to help support the merchants more, to give those that didn't feel like paying entrance fees to go see nice cars. There's cars on the street that they can see for free. Uh, just all kinds of all kinds of benefits to it. So when we did that, uh, you know, you asked for an aha moment. It was like, you know, after the first year of doing it, I was like, okay. You know, that it was. we're very proud that we were able to to come up with that concept and idea, put it in place, and, and actually see it work. Because, again, we're doing this for charities to raise money, but we're also doing this to, to bring the village of La Jolla 
to the forefront. And I'll tell you, two years ago, we were on the centerfold of Octane Magazine with an aerial view of our event. Nice. And it was ranked the number one concord in the world in the month of April. So that was that made us pretty proud, obviously, to see that. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think you may have answered my next question, and that is, is there a proudest moment that you've had with the event? Would that be it? That would probably be it. That would probably be, there was a lot that happened that year. Yeah, that, that, would, that would probably be it. That was uh, two years ago. Fantastic. Let's have a little bit of fun here, Michael. What was your first really special car? And if you'd share a memory that you had with that vehicle. I would say my, my first really special car, my favorite car. Uh, I had a 1955 Oldsmobile Starfire convertible. Oh, cool. bought that from about several cars out of a collection from an individual here in San Diego. That car had an original 17,000 miles on it. It had an original interior. Uh, it was freshly repainted year prior to me buying it and restored. But the car looked and drove like a brand new car. I just loved the car because it was so unique looking. You see, we also had a 55 Chevy Bel Air convertible, so we had them side by side, right? <laughs> but nice. You... Um, you know, you see a lot of Bel Airs out there. You just don't see a lot of, of Oldsmobile Starfires. I'm I'm more attracted to the more classical. Uh, I like rarer cars, cars that you just don't see every day. So I, sure. I just love that old. Oh, fantastic. Was there a vehicle that you've let go that you really wish you could have back in the garage? I would say, yeah, there was. Uh, I would say it was likely my uh, 1960 Impala convertible. Oh, jeez. It was about as perfect as they come. Mm -hmm. I bought it right. I sold it right. And I would give back the profit any day to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have one of those in our lives. But uh, it's in nice that you, Yeah, but it's nice. You know, you got to spend some time with it. So sometimes yeah. you can't look in the rearview mirror. You just got to look down the road. Well, that's why the windshield's bigger than the rearview mirror, right? Now, there's a quote I'm going to hang on to. I like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> And I'll tell you, I drove every one of my cars every day or on the weekends. uh, I mean, I I drive them. Good for you. Yes, I hate to see cars just sit in language. They need to be out on the road and enjoyed. Is there something going on right now with the Concorde that really has you excited and fired up? I know we're a few months away from the event. It takes place in April, I believe? Yes, April 10, 11, and 12. Okay, is there something that uh, has you really excited and fired up for this year's event? Oh, there certainly is. I mean, we we are... um, we are, you know, our, our theme this year is celebrating coach-built classics of the 30s and 40s. The Peterson Museum has always been a, a big supporter of our event, and they always send a handful of cars to us. This year, our, our cover art, the car that will be on the program, on our poster, on our tickets, is the round door rolls from the Peterson Museum. Oh, so my they're goodness. Gonna be sending yeah, they'll be sending that car down. And, you know, Scott Jacobs is uh, gra- is, our, is our artist, and he's the number one graphic artist for, for um, Harley-Davidson. Nice. And every year, Scott uh, does an oil painting of, of our marquee car, mm-hmm. and um, he then sells that oil painting. But that's what's on our program and what have you. What I'm excited about this year is that, as of now, we look like we were crossing our fingers, but our objective is to have a a P1 through a P6. Oh, wow. The Rolls-Royce Phantom 1 through a 6. And obviously, you may may or may not know that P4s are somewhat rare and hard to come by. Oh, yes. So as of now, we have 1 through 6 with the exception of the 4, but we have two people we're talking to, 
and it looks like we're going to have those cars. So for us to be able to have a P1 through a P6 lined up and for folks to be able to see the changes and how these cars evolved, uh, we're really excited about that. That's going to be a, it's just going to be a beautiful thing to see those six cars lined up. Oh, yes. Well, if you need some help with Rolls Royces, one of the cars you yeah, guest, Diane Brandon, has been a Rolls Royce and Bentley expert on the lawn at Pebble Beach to judge for over 22 years. And maybe I can give her a call for you and she might be able to help you with that. And we've had three guests from the Peterson Museum here on Cars, yeah. Terry Cargus, of course, the chairman of the, the Peterson Museum, and Leslie Kendall, who's the chief curator. And just today's show was uh, A.J. Gordon, who's in charge of their online website program, Car Stories. So uh, I have a lot of association with that group. Great group of people. Leslie's a great guy, and he he's comes to the show, and he's, he's our contact at, at the Peterson. Well, great fantastic. Guy. Well, that makes another reason I need to get down to this year so I can see all you guys and, and say hello. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. Now, here's a wild and crazy question for you, Michael. If Michael was a car, what kind of car would he be and why? Well, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a bit of a challenge. It is a bit of a challenge, but it's very uh, introspective of how you perceive yourself. That's why I ask. Well, without insulting other brands. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. I, I don't think I'd be a Lamborghini. I'm not quite that fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Sleek. Okay. Um, I think probably an old, uh, not old, they all are, an Aston Martin DB2. Oh, okay. And why do you pick a DB2? Beautiful car. Convertible. Convertible, I okay. Do have a, I, do, I do have a receding hairline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know, I just, they're, they're the conservative look of that car. I just think it's a, a super classy car. It's somewhat understated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you walk up to a Concorde and you see some older Aston Martins, you, you don't see too many of, of, of that car. Right. Um, and then when you look at it, you kind of, oh, that's really neat looking. I, uh, that's a cool looking car. It's very classy. And you walk up, what is it? And I just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's more my personality than, than something like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or something along those lines, which I love, mind you, but I love the understated nature of an old Aston Martin. Okay. So, Michael, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, here's a little something for the Cars yeah listeners. Do you love vintage cars? Then go to CarsYeah.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full-color ebook filled with fuel filler fun with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars, plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to CarsYad.com and click on the free book button on the homepage. Download your free filler-up book today at Cars Yeah. Okay, Michael, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions. And I'd like to ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready to go? I think so. Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Buy it right. Buy it right, yes. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success? Integrity. Integrity. Perfect. For someone dealing with financial endeavors of people. Perfect. Do you have a resource that you could share with our listeners that you're really fond of? Perhaps it's a website or a blog that you get? You know, I would have to say sports car market. I, I have a great relationship with Keith Martin. He's the MC of our show. And I think that's just a really well done resource. And, and having a relationship with Keith gives me a, an additional resource. 
Absolutely. And there's another Cars yeah guest. Keith has been on the Cars yeah show here, and I've known him for, gosh, 20 years now. So, uh, yeah, I've been following him on Facebook this week as he posts all the cars he's playing with down there in Scottsdale. So, very cool. Yeah. Could you share a book with our listeners that you've enjoyed in the past that you think that they should get their hands on? I think in, in light of everything that's going on in our world with the military, uh, there's a book uh, codenamed Johnny Walker that I just read recently, and I've spent some time with the Navy SEALs, and I've and I've spent some time with Johnny Walker. The book is a is a story of Johnny Walker, an Iraqi, who risked everything to fight with the U.S. Navy SEALs. He was an informant for the SEALs in Iraq for eight years. Wow. And he now lives here in San Diego. In fact, at the end of, of the tour, when the war supposedly ended over there, uh, the Navy SEAL team went in and extracted he and his family and brought him here to San Diego. So he wrote a book. It's called Codename Johnny Walker, and it tells you a lot of history about what that part of the world is going through, what, why they're going through it, and it gives you a glimpse of the day-to-day life of the Navy SEALs. Wow. Sounds fantastic. Very inspirational, very interesting book, and very educational, too. Yeah, perfect. And with the Navy SEAL program there on Coronado Island, uh, fitting for the part of the world that you live in and the amazing job that those guys do for us is just uh, overwhelming at times. Well, I'll remind our listeners that you can find all these resources that Michael has shared with us today at carsyad.com slash Michael Dorvier. So Michael, this last question can be a real doozy for car guys like you and me. If you could only have one collector car in your garage, but this is something you can't sell to buy a bunch of other cars with, so that little trick is off the table. But money is no object. Today I'm going to buy you whatever you would like. What would that car be and why? I think I'd have to go back to the Aston, to the Aston Martin. Yeah. I, I just, it's not about value or money or investment. It's just, it's you know, Aston Martin is one of the classiest, uh, most understated cars that that I that I know of. I just love the cars. I love the look of them, the lines of them. Um, you know, it's a car that that if it didn't have a motor on in it and it just sat in my garage, it'd be fine with me because I could stand there and stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a chance to drive one of those vehicles? I have not, and I would love to. Well, um, if there are any uh, owners out there, uh, Michael's waiting for you to pull up in front of his building there in La Jolla and nice sunny day and uh, throw him the keys as his friend Sam did yeah. and let him take it for a spin maybe up to the cross on the top of the hill there. So Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Before we say goodbye here, I'd love for you to share a little bit about maybe some of the things coming up here with the Concours in La Jolla. Maybe you can talk briefly about some of the events that surround the Concours itself. Sure. Well, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our title sponsor is LPL Financial this year. And we go through, and they've been huge supporters uh, for several years of the Concord, and a big reason why we've been able to grow it the way we have. And, and that's my broker-dealer, LPL Financial. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this year we kick off our event every year at the La Valencia Hotel with the Rolls-Royce Contemporary Classic Cocktail Party. And that's a really fun, load. you sell about 250 tickets, 300 maximum, Wavalentia Hotel, great entertainment, um, a lot, a lot of fun. Panerai Watches also sponsors that event as well. The La Valencia is an iconic hotel in La Jolla, and if you're going to make your way to the event, that would be a, an event to buy a ticket to because it's just spectacular. 
And, and it's a great event. We try to mix it up and, and mix the contemporary with the classics. Our entertainment's always the talk of the town for, for, for months after. So great. we're excited for that this year. On Saturday, we have a tour throughout San Diego. We have 75 or so cars involved in the tour, about 250 people. We actually are adding a double-decker bus this year because we've had so much interest in our tour. People that don't have old cars, so we're actually including a, an old-fashioned London-style double-decker bus. Oh, very um, cool. Ambition. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, Saturday night, we have our VIP reception down at the park, so right at the venue. Last year, we had about 600 people. Live entertainment. It was sponsored by Bentley last year and Symbolic Motor Cars here in La Jolla, right next to Mark Leonard's shop. Yep. And uh, we we have a silent auction. We have live entertainment. A lot of the restaurants in La Jolla will come out and, and provide food. We have beverage, drinks. Uh, I mentioned silent auction. We're going to have a live auction this year. So that's a great night. That's you know that's where we just kick off the event. I will mention that this year we're going to have throughout La Jolla four different locations where we're making available to some of our new car dealers like Aston or Jaguar or Ferrari or Symbolic with Rolls-Royce, Bentley, and Lamborghini. Uh, we're making available for them to do driving rides on the street. So they'll couple up with a merchant like the Panerai Watch Boutique, mm -hmm. and uh, the store will, will have cocktails or coffee and, and, and snacks inside, and we'll have the ability for the average person walking down the road to jump in a Jaguar and take it for a test drive. Very cool. So we're, we're doing those types of things on, on Saturday. Uh, and then obviously on Sunday, uh, from 9 to 4 p.m., is the La Jolla, 11th annual La Jolla Concord d'Elegance at the Ellen Browning Scripps Park. Fantastic. Right the center of the village. Well, and uh, Bill Noon from Symbolic has been another guest on Cars yeah, here and known of that dealership going way back to when I was living down there in Southern California. So another great company. So fantastic. Yeah. Sounds like a real great time in many respects. Michael, you've taken me on a great ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey with me and with the Cars Yow listeners and sharing what's coming up here with the La Jolla Concorde Elegance in April. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Aston Martin? Come to La Jolla in April and experience world-class cars and, and have a world-class experience. Uh, and that's what, that's what we're trying to accomplish here. It's not just another Concorde, not just another car show. It's about the experience. Uh, leaving here saying, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next year. And that's what we strive for every time. Whether you like cars or not, there's a lot more than just cars here that weekend. We'd love to have. And so often with a Concorde event, it is about the people and the owners. And the great yep. thing about Concorde events is the owners are there. You can talk with them, learn about their vehicles, about who they are and why these vehicles are special to them. And I think that's a great time of year for me to get out of here in the Pacific Northwest when it's been raining for two months straight and come down to sunny San Diego and La Jolla and join you guys for some fun. Sounds like a plan. We'd love to have you. <laughs> and would you let our listeners know what's the best way for them to learn more about your event and more about you? Uh, com. If you go to our website, com, we just revamped the website. You can learn all about our classes, purchase tickets. Uh, we actually put together a VIP experience package this year where you can buy VIP tickets to all three events, the Friday party, the Saturday party, and the Concours. Uh, if you do that, there's a $100 savings. Wow. Uh, we've reduced some, so you can buy one package, yeah. uh, and it gets you all those tickets. So that's been really popular. We started that actually last year, and it's, and it's taken off. 
But no, the LaJoyaConcord.com is, is the best place to go. Great website, very comprehensive photos, videos. Uh, it's all there. Okay. And how about your company, Symbio? Do you have a website that we can direct our listeners to so they can learn more about your business? Yeah, and uh, it's Symbio Financial Partners is the name of my company. We're again right here in La Jolla, but the website is SymbioFinancialPartners.com. So Perfect. if you go to Symbio, S-Y-M-B-I-O, FinancialPartners.com, you can learn more about us and LPL Financial and our firm. Great. Well, again, listeners, you can find links to everything Michael's been so kind to share with us today at CarsYeah.com slash Michael Dorvier. And his last name is D-O-R-V-I-L-L. I-E-R. Thank you, Michael, for being so generous with your time and your expertise today and for sharing your experiences with the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!